Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want. Hi, I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in and find out how you can start doing what you love to do too, in slow, easy steps each week. See you there. Hello, savvy souls. So I really like that way of greeting you because savvy means to be knowledgeable and have good common sense and good judgment and the ability to make good practical decisions. And that's what I'm going to be teaching you on this podcast. I'm going to be teaching you practical ways to step into the wisdom of who you truly are and find the freedom to become who you want. And best of all, I'm going to be showing you how to move forward in a make, way that makes complete sense. And you can do an easy, practical steps every week. I'm going to be teaching you something new every single week that you have me in your ear. And to me, that's the savviest thing that you could be doing. So let's sit tight and dive in. So before we start this journey, I wanted to share a little bit with you about how I got here and why I've decided to produce this podcast. So I'm going to take you back on a little bit of a journey, a little bit of my journey with me, six years ago when I was on Bay Street in Toronto. That's, for those of you listening in the US, that's the kind of the same as Wall Street or any big financial center. And I was pretty successful. I was an international tax lawyer and I was doing big deals. I was working for a bunch of the banks and uh, there were a lot of people who looked up to me. I was leading a large group and I think people really thought I had it made and I was kind of a symbol for success. And what they didn't know was I had a secret truth that I kind of kept buried inside. And that was, I was pretty unhappy. Uh, my job didn't ever feel like a really great fit. It felt like something I was good at doing. It was something I could do. It was something I made a lot of money doing, but it never really filled me up. And I found as I got older, I started to have a yearning to do something more. I wasn't sure exactly what, but I knew that when I woke up in bed early in the mornings, I would feel that sense of kind of loss and emptiness. And I didn't know how to solve my issues. So down, I worked in one of those big towers in downtown Toronto. And because it's Canada, we have this huge underground system of stores underneath all our towers. So sometimes at lunch, when I felt that real anxiety creep in, I would nip downstairs during my lunchtime into a bookstore that was below us. And I'd head over to the self-help book session and I would kind of sit down between the shelves and start pulling out books and looking at them. Every once in a while I'd buy one or two and I would take them home and I would kind of look at them to search for answers. But I would find small fixes that made me feel slightly better, but nothing that really ever kind of got me there. 
and I wasn't sure what to do about it. And then one day, I used to travel a lot. I've always enjoyed travel. And I went to Paris, and it was February. It was empty. And so I got to go into big galleries that were empty and in the Louvre and the Notre Dame. And I was just steeped in art and beautiful things everywhere. And I woke up morning, one morning and I had this vision of myself painting these huge paintings. And it was just the weirdest feeling ever because I had carried this belief with me for decades that I wasn't artistic. Like so many people, I had one of those kind of sad and terrible experiences when I was in grade school. I had a teacher, uh, an art teacher, and I had done this project and I was really proud of it. And I walked her, watched her go around the rooms and compliment other kids on their work. But when she came to my painting, she had a bunch of suggestions about how I could have made it much better. And I just remember, you know, when you're a teacher, you never know those things you're going to say that are going to crush somebody's soul. But I went home and I cried and I kind of gave up on my dream to ever do anything artistic. I told myself, oh, this is something that is not for me. I'm not good at it. So I, I ruled that out. And then when I was in high school, you know, my, all my friends would always come and tell me their problems, right? I was kind of that person people would go to. And I became very interested in psychology and I loved it. I loved thinking about how people decided stuff and what would make us feel better. And when I was looking through my university course selections, before I went to university, I decided psychology would be it. But yeah, that was a no. <laughs> my dad was paying my first year tuition and he did not have a high opinion at all of people exploring their brains. He just thought, what a waste of time and you'll never make any money doing that. And so just to appease him, I signed up for commerce and went through kind of a long convoluted journey. I ended up uh, studying economics and becoming an economist and uh, eventually switching over into law and becoming an international tax lawyer. So um, just not really following those things that had always kind of lit me up, but making my decisions based on what other people thought I should do. So I'm going to bring you back to Paris. So I'd had these visions of myself, these strange visions of myself painting, but I felt this state of bliss that was just overwhelming. And there was just this shift inside of me that I now realize was that sense of maybe other possibilities were available to me. So I came back to Toronto. I was still an international tax lawyer, but I didn't feel all in anymore. So I went to my deals and I still did great work for my clients. Um, but I started to think, oh, you know, maybe I need to shift practice areas. Like maybe I want to work with more women. Maybe that's what's wrong. So I joined a business club in Toronto called Faraday, this wonderful 
women's business club. And it was so weird because when I would go to our networking events, I just randomly would meet the artists. And I met this amazing Toronto artist who's a bit of a legend. Her name is Gail Hill. And Gail kind of took me under her wing. She invited me to join a kind of a group creative um, reflective program that she had. And here I was still an international tax lawyer spending my evenings uh, every week with this group of women who started to look at me and view me as this person who was inherently an, an, an artist. And this is still before I'd ever started to paint. And what that started my brain doing is other people started to look at me and see me as the artist I wanted to become. I started to ask myself, could I actually be an artist? And, you know, I started really reflecting on things and entertaining that possibility. And in a few months, I did. I left uh, my job and I did become an artist. And, you know, was suddenly something that I was able to do with no training. Um, I started an art class, but I didn't continue with it because I found out that I was kind of a rebel and I really wanted to do my things my way. So I taught myself and I was invited to join a group that showed their work and I started to show my work publicly. And what I found was after I started doing my art shows, I would always end up having some guests who were my old colleagues, people I knew from Bay Street, and they would come in and they would say, wow, that's so incredible. You look so happy. You look like a totally different person. You know, there's this other thing I want to do, or I always wanted to do art, or there's this other career I always wanted to do. But, you know, I've got this great job, and I've got financial constraints. I'm just stuck, you know, and it's like just 15 more years until I retire, or it's just like seven more years and 15 days until I retire, you know, and I hope, you know, maybe later, maybe I can do something like what you're doing. And, you know, I really thought about it. So I thought, you know, something shifted in me, like nothing made me suddenly artistic or more capable of doing this, but something shifted in me, some thinking pattern shifted in me that allowed me to do this. And I started to really want to be able to help other people to do this too. And I wasn't sure how to do that. So I started to explore different ways I might do that. And after much searching, I ended up at this retreat with somebody called Martha Beck. And during the break at the retreat, she started to sell a life coach training program she'd had. Now, I absolutely never heard of life coaching, had no idea what it was, but it sounded so interesting and engaging and I was really impressed with her. So I got an interview and decided to sign up to train part-time to be a life coach so I could paint and help other people shift their lives and be happy the way I was. And um, I ran into somebody else called Brooke Castillo who had a different life coach training program. I really liked what she had to offer as well and some of the tools that she taught. So I signed up with Brooke and took a second life coach training program and I became certified with the life coach school. This has turned out to be the most fantastic decision ever 
because that's what I do now. I uh, paint and I'm a life coach. I help people in transition. And, you know, it's so funny because now I'm doing exactly those things I yearn to do. I'm doing the artistic thing I yearn to do, and I'm doing something that's very closely related to psychology. And it's just so fun. So then I guess a couple of years ago, I started to think about, well, I'd really like to share what I provide to my coaching clients more broadly. As a coach, I can only coach one-on-one. So it's kind of like one client at a time. And I can only reach those very few people. And I thought, oh, it would be so great to offer some of the things I've learned more broadly. And that's really why I've created this podcast. I want to offer the possibilities I've been able to create for my clients to the world because I know there are so many out of of you that are out there who are feeling dissatisfied, who wish there was something more and you just don't think it's feasible. So, you know, I have the clients who pay me and we dive in deep, but I want to be able to help the rest of you. So, especially those of you, you know, who are pondering your lives, looking at what you could be doing, you'd love a change, but you feel stuck. You just don't feel fully engaged, even though you might be doing something that everybody else thinks is amazing, but it's just not right for you. Or maybe it is right for you, but there's that thing, that project you want to be doing on the side, but you're just not giving yourself the space or time to do it. And you're just wanting to feel more energized and invigorated and you don't think it's feasible. So you're exactly the people I want to help. So any of you who've got a secret dream, there's something you want to create on the side and you just, you're suffering from all those constraints that we all worry about. People who won't approve, you know, the financial hit, you know, can you manage it? Do you have to train more? Like all of those obstacles we put in the way between who we are and we, what we could be creating in the world. So I'm creating this podcast for you. And what my promise is to you is every single week, I'm going to offer one simple thing that you can think about to start shifting yourself. I'm going to arm you with one simple thing that you find useful and practical. So that's why I I really hit upon the savvy souls concept, because so many of us think that building our dream is very unrealistic and it's not practical, but I want to tell you it is. It's the most practical commonsensical thing that you could do. So I'm really looking forward to sharing what I know with you. I'm going to bring all of what I know uh, to you, those moments even where I've struggled and whatever truths I've learned, I'm going to be sharing with you. Every single week, you'll be armed with something that you can actually use in your life now. So if you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have as many people see this podcast as possible. I would appreciate it if you would hit subscribe. 
Um, that way you'll never miss an episode that could be having something that is the thing that can help you the most. And um, if you really enjoyed it today, I would love you to go into iTunes and give me a review. I love to get your feedback, know what I'm doing great, and uh, you know, just be in dialogue and communication with you. And you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you again next time. Join me and let's take this journey together. So excited to be here with you. Ciao and have an amazing week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.